Hello and welcome to Soapbox, the soap podcast brought to you by Radiotimes.com. Thank you for joining us. I am Jonathan News and I'm joined as ever by... David Brown. Hello, David. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? I'm much better than I have been in recent weeks. Well, for those of you who have been on the edge of your seats... It's been a duff-duff in itself, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It's been a freeze frame with credits over um, (laughs) our health issues. David... Uh, has been ill. I was a little bit ill. David missed a whole week because he mm, was ill. Mm. Um, but we're on the mend, I think, aren't we? Yeah, I'm well. kind of really busy with the Christmas double issue of Radio Times uh, at the moment. So I'm watching all the Christmas shows, which Feeling is festive. quite fun. Yeah, I, I quite like it. I quite like having Christmas early. There are people in the office today who are wearing party hats. Have you I seen this? I saw this. I thought I hadn't been invited to something, and I was just <laughs> you haven't. Uh, <laughs> Well, I was right. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was Should just pretty unpopular. <laughs> yeah, this is why we're now locked in a room doing a podcast because yeah. nobody likes us. Anyway, we'll move on. We're here to talk about the soaps, yes. the weekend soaps. We're going to start with Coronation Street, where there was a huge revelation. Now, we've uh, had a, a kind of hand that rocks the cradle deal going on mm. with Jade, the, the the bubbly nanny, the perky, too good to be true kind of faux Mary Poppins. Now, we've all suspected yeah. she is not all she seems and she's up to something. A lot of people thought she was just after Tyrone because Tyrone is a, a whole hunk of man <laughs> that no lady can resist. Mm. Then there were theories that she was in love with Fizz and actually Fizz was the object of her. Oh, I didn't affection. read this. Yes, I heard okay. about this. Um, and then people just thought she's just absolutely crackers. Mm. Turns out... <laughs> Uh, she is the secret daughter of John Stape, yes. who was Fizz's uh, one-time husband who's been dead for about eight years, mm, but mm. was um, almost like the, uh, the the white-collar felon, wasn't he? Yeah, he kind of had this catchphrase, didn't he, where every time he was drawn into doing yes. dark, nefarious deeds, he, he went, all I wanted to do was teach. That was his motive. <laughs> that was his motive. That was it, wasn't I just want to be a teacher. Yeah. Just, I believe the children are future. <laughs> So, yeah, John Stoke was kind of the, the geeky teacher turned... Um, serial killer. Serial killer. It was kind of a bonkers couple of years on Cory, but it was a big story, wasn't it? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sort of 10 years ago. Um, so he had a daughter that we never knew about until this very week <laughs> where Jade went to visit his grave and said, I love you, Dad, yeah. just to make it very clear who she is. Um, so she has deliberately tracked down Fizz and her family. She obviously blames Fizz for all her... Um, all what happened to her dad. Uh, so she's out to get her. She's kind of out to um, discredit fears and paint mm. her as a bad mother. Yeah. So um, she's basically Rebecca de Mornay in that film. Rebecca de Cod Mornay, as yeah. I like to call her. But do the yeah. dates add up? Because. Oh, what? Of like how old she is and how. <laughs> Well, it's, I think that John State must have had this child when he was about 17 years old himself. Yes, I mean, it depends how old they want Jay to be. They've deliberately kind of papered They've over her age. a bit fuzzy, it? haven't they? Yeah, it doesn't, maybe doesn't quite work. Also, what doesn't quite work for me is that I think in the backstory originally, John and Fizz had known each other when Fizz was at school. Mm-hmm. I think John was her teacher, maybe, mm-hmm. and that they'd sort of had this almost flirtation when she was like maybe in the sixth form or something. Actually, I doubt Fizz went to sixth form. She no. was quite a wild child, didn't she? Um, she might have done a B-Tech. She probably did a B-Tech and never turned up. <laughs> I don't think she finished her B-Tech. Um, and That's really snobby, actually. Well, no, look at Fizz. <laughs> when she was come into it... No, it's snobby she, about B-Techs. Oh, I love a B-Tech. Some of my best friends have got B-Techs, David. There we go. But... Fizz 
at that age was kind of um kind of a wild child was yeah yeah we're yeah. making no aspersions on beta no um so i think she would have known if john had had this daughter also how well did jade know her dad obviously not very well at all because she thinks like he was wronged and he killed all these people yeah uh also uh, it's, it's a bit of a a repeat of that plot line that we had uh, was it this year or last year when oh, Bethany's yeah. friend Kayla yeah. mm-hmm. turned out to be the daughter of the pervy policeman Neil Clifton? So I like pervy policeman <laughs> as a character and shorthand. By yeah. The way. yeah, so it's yet another daughter yes, of evildoer. Yes, and similar as well in that they kind of inveigle themselves into the lives of the person they are. They blame. Or they, yeah. I mean, yeah. we haven't had a lot of explanation as yet with <clears throat> Jay, but she obviously thinks Fizz is the baddie here. Yeah. She obviously thinks Fizz did her dad Does she not wrong. read any of the headlines? I don't think she watched Corrie in about 2010. <laughs> I mean, when she's, when, you know, John State kidnapped Rosie and yeah. like, held her hostage and, and fed her cat food or whatever it was. Yeah. That, that kind of crazy. And he, he killed buried, Charlotte Hoyle. He killed Charlotte. He kind of buried her under some rubble. He buried... Colin Fishwick's body under Underworld. Yeah. I mean, I think Jade needs to watch the, the, the uh, DVD. Yeah. Um, Britain's Most Notorious Serial <laughs> Killers, Volume 25, the John Stape special. My theory on this is that Jade isn't his daughter, but Jade's one of those, like, true crime addicts. So she loves, like, reading, like, <laughs> yeah. magazines or watching these documentaries yeah. um, a lot on cable channels and she's just obsessed with the John Stape story and she w- she wants to be his daughter but she's not. She's a fake Stape. She's a fake Stape. Yeah. yeah. She's, a, she's a no Stape. So that's going to be the double bluff. Yeah, you she's heard not it really first. John Stape's daughter at I, all. I'd like that. I think I'd like that better than... Because like you say, it's very similar to Kayla, Bethany, Neil Clifton, mm. um, which wasn't that long ago. So I, I almost feel like I can predict it a bit now. Well, Although then, Bethany ended up tied up in a garage didn't she yeah yeah yeah. Like Caleb, mate, i mean don't go near any carriages well the, the, they've done this say. story in, in as many variations as you can come up with so we had the kayla story and then we had um lizzie's do- somebody claiming oh, to be lizzie's daughter that. who the then australian wasn't. hannah so that was Hello, mommy. <laughs> so that was the same story but flipped Gosh, yeah, there really is a big old cupboard of um, <laughs> fake, fake, do- no, fake or real daughters, oh, secret gosh. or otherwise. Does that make you think? I know where this is going, and does it kind of um, dilute the drama for you? Well, I think that Fizz and Tyrone probably will be discredited as parents. Yes, the t- the hope the Firestarter child will twisted po- fire will probably be taken off them, or she burns down the house herself. Yeah. And maybe in a year's time or six months' time, Jade will be pushed from an upstairs window <laughs> onto the onto the yard below. Because that's how Peyton Flanders went, wasn't it? Yes, she did. Yeah, Who she, pushed Peyton Flanders? Was it uh, Annabella Winst- Shiora or Winston, no, from Winston from Ghostbusters? No, it was Winston from Ghostbusters. We need Winston from Ghostbusters. I don't know who Winston from Ghostbusters is in this story. Uh, Maureen Littman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Tyrone, but he's he's the dad. Tyrone's Ray from Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, yes, which makes Fizz the Annabella Shiora, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Like the glamorous career woman. She was, yeah, but she had a um, asthma problem. Oh, that was terrifying. That scene where <laughs> Peyton Flanders took away her inhaler. Yeah, That's welcome terrifying. to hand that rocks the cradle box. Yes, this is all we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 
But I think that's that film contains the um, ultimate denouement of this plot because that's yeah. clearly kind of ripping it off yeah, or I paying think so. homage to it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, she's quite fun, Jay. Like she's got that that crazy um, smashing up pictures I side really, to her. Really enjoyed that yeah. because we've been waiting to like get her deal, haven't we? And mm. the, the like the literally the next episode after that reveal, she's yeah having this meltdown. She's smashing pictures and yeah. screaming no. Yeah. I really liked it. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Um, she kind of was, she felt like a CBBC presenter, like, uh, who'd lost the plot. Yeah. Do you know it, what I mean? Yeah. Mm. But usually um, there's no children in the vicinity of a CBBC presenter because yes. they're in a studio, but Hope saw everything. Yeah. And I think Hope will go along with it because I she hates that, Fizz. Yeah. Hope's. Go- Do you think Hope's going to be the one to push her out the window? Yes. Yes. Yeah, or she might kind of set fire to her trousers. <laughs> She's got those matches. Yeah. <laughs> that could happen. Yeah. Oh, well. It's Bonfire Night. Bonfire Night 2020. That's Jane when this Fire plot. Night. Yes. Yeah. That's when this plot's going to end. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yes. Uh, and anyone who's done the maths with John Stapes' age and and, and um, called a Kayla then, Jay's age. What a Freudian. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Do write in. Yes. Um, moving on to EastEnders. Unless there's anything else Coronation Street related you'd like to talk about. No, what, what else is there? That's the only story. Well, the only thing I did um, want to mention was Mary's uh, regaling of the pound shops um, display that got all the seasons mixed yeah. up. And she said, I think it was Guy Fawkes, Freddy Krueger and Santa with a machete. <laughs> so you have Bonfire Night, Christmas and Halloween. <laughs> yeah, all covered. All covered, like all year round. Yeah. I like that. Um EastEnders, do you want to talk about EastEnders? Yeah. Do you want to talk about Ruby, 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 Ruby yeah. and Martin? So the giant Martin, Andre the Giant. <laughs> Get off my train, yeah, ended Martin. Up picking up that Ruby, <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah. Well, she's the, like, she's the tiniest lady ever and he's the tallest man ever. Yeah. So he really, yeah. Fun times. To, yeah. Just picture that. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't. Please. Especially where we ended up tonight. Well, talk about a doof doof. Yeah. Did you see that um, on the horizon? Uh, only from the beginning of Friday's episode onwards. <laughs> only from the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, it was flagged, wasn't it, quite early on. Didn't yeah. Ruby sort of say, Fwar, you and the beard. It's yeah. the beard of grief. Like you talked about with um, Daniel. Daniel Osborne in Coronation Street. Yeah. So there's the, the grief is the grief for the end of his marriage yeah. and his life, thanks to Bad Boy <laughs> Ben. So, yeah, he's kind of... Not bothered shaving because his life's in the toilet. Mm. But little did he know, it's going to get the girls. So now that he's got Ruby and, you know, a wild... <laughs> We've basically <laughs> shipped them as a couple now. A wild <laughs> night of passion. Uh, do you think he'd do a better video for Ian? <laughs> More oh, convincing yeah. of the back of this. He'd like have a Colgate smile, wouldn't he? Yeah. Hi, I'm yeah. Martin Fowler and yeah. I've just got off with my wife's best mate yeah. and got one over on Max Branning. He'd say, I sealed the deal. Vote Ian Beale. <laughs> that kept it real. Yeah. That'd work more, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. So Ruby and Martin, mm-hmm. um, this again, like we were discussing previously in a previous episode, that Stacey's absence is being made such a virtue of. Yeah. Um, this just adds to the, please come back, Stacey, because there's so much drama for you to come back to. I hope she's not watching the telly. I really Her and Jerome cuddled Her and up Jerome on the Her and Jerome have got other things to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they've got time for TV. No. 
just, just Jean gone for that visit yet with Jerome and Stacey? <laughs> She's gone around for tea. Where is Stacey actually, like, in the country? I don't know. I fell for the, the lie. I thought she was with Sean. <laughs> but that, that, <laughs> no, is she not? No, that's the lie, not. isn't it? The lie is that she's with Sean, yeah. but she just went away to get away, obviously, from the, the heat of the Mitchell yeah. car. But yeah, I don't actually know where she is. I mean, Jerome drove to Wolford, didn't he, in daylight. He didn't say, I better get back, beat the traffic. Yeah. I think she's like just two stops just, away. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah. She's in Mile End. <laughs> anyway, um, so... Ruby, Martin, Stacey, Max, it's a kind of love square now, isn't it? Yeah, it's all going on. I quite, as I say, I was in, I'm enjoying the Martin storyline. I think he's one of the strongest actors on, on the show at the moment. He's always convincing. I was also quite convinced by Danny Dyer this week uh, when he was talking about Ollie. I thought that was quite moving. Really understated, I thought. Yeah. And you forget that side of Mick, don't you, that... Um, for all the, you know, the Danny Dianis. Um, he's such a great, great actor and I think brilliant in that part. No yeah. one else could be Mick Carter. But yeah. you're right, that those scenes, you know, around that storyline were um, really subtle. And Again, with Ruby involved. I know. Ruby is the facilitator. She's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it called that before. Yeah. I think Martin got very facilitated he by did, Ruby, didn't completely. he? did, um, completely. And do you know what? It, I've done a total about face about Ruby's return. So a year ago, I was... Really not that excited about no, I being remember. reintroduced. Um, I probably ranted about it uh, as you know <laughs> several times. Several times, I was wrong. They were right, and I was wrong. And I think that she's been great, and I really like. I think she's quite central to the show now. Yeah, um, I think you were right at the time, but now they've got a different producer, so oh, right. <laughs> they're right now. <laughs> they're right. Yeah, I yeah. was right. You were now right. They're right now. Yeah. We're all right. Yeah, um, so that's fine. And she's. They've really developed the character. I think Louisa Lytton's great. I think she really, um, I, I feel like she never left in a way. And, mm, but but mm. at the same time, Ruby's really grown up and, and evolved. She's almost like, I sort of almost get into the, the, the Sharon or Stacey level in that, you, you know, you know this character. You knew them when they were kids and growing up. And so I think we've got that history there with her. And I don't know, you can just put her in any plot and she's quite... Quite relatable yeah. as well. So, do you know what Martin's and Ruby's get out of jail free card on oh, all this is, is though? Once Stacey comes back, yeah. they could just say that they got a bit carried away with this whole wife swap thing oh, in the yeah. square. It was the wife swap. Sorry, Stacey, it was wife swap yeah. going on. We I just thought, thought we'd take it a bit further. <laughs> yeah, they thought they had to. It was <laughs> part of the deal. They read um, the non-existent small print. Yeah, and they were convinced that, like, Cat and Patrick were, <laughs> were getting it on across Cat the... Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they weren't? Yeah. I thought they were. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. They were just confused. There you go. Yeah. All explained. Yeah, but by that time, Stacey and Max would be shacked up. <laughs> yeah, I'd be convinced. Mm, yeah. I think that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, other Carter news. Linda can't drive for nine months. No. Because um, she's been on the source. Yeah, uh, yeah. What do we think of that story? The, the the Andrew Watts, the 21st century Andrew Watts story. Well, she reversed into that car yes. at a very slow speed, right? Yes, she it, did. It wasn't very fast. But yet the whole, the whole like front end it of that. It like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> How did you do so much know. damage? A really powerful car. She just went, it was like a, a very slow car and then a, a little crunch. And then the whole of the front bumper was like. What are you, insurance floor. people? <laughs> I yeah, I want a diagram. 
of what <laughs> happened for the payout. Mm. Yeah, so uh, it seemed, I don't know what had gone on. Mind yeah. you, she does drive a big 4x4, four four, doesn't she? Yeah, it is pretty massive, that car. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. okay, maybe okay. that's the answer. I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of um, Linda driving after after a session. be rear-ended. I would not want to be rear-ended by that car. Thank no. you very much. Um, but, yes, any other EastEnders business? That's it was quite a, a, a quiet week for me this week, EastEnders. It picked up on Friday. But, what, when um, Martin picked up Ruby, the show yeah. picked up. <laughs> Otherwise, it was like <laughs> Jags Panasar. Uh, 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 you're not the, a fan thus far, are you? Of, of the Jags? Panasar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't understand why. Now, the Panasars came to the the area yeah. to look for Ash. Yes. They found her. She said, get lost. She said, get lost. Yes. Um, so why haven't they got lost? They well, haven't got lost. What are they, they sticking around for? And they, they sort of seem to just be in the Vic with Ash there, as if they're like, yeah, it's Ash, our sister, who hates <laughs> us and told us to leave us alone. Yeah, I know, we'll get involved with this wife swap thing yeah, for no reason. For no reason. And then Mick kind of, you know, he's like, yeah, Jags, Panasar, like, you know. Yeah, legends. <laughs> what? Local ledge. He's the new Robbie Jackson. Yeah, I'm all willing for them to become legends, but I'd, yeah. they need to, like, move in or... Did we miss some episodes? Do you or think? get a business there or something? Do you think we missed a week? Do you reckon? Yeah, maybe we missed Panasar a week. week. Yeah, Panasar week. Oh, we missed it. Red button. <laughs> yes. It's the red button special that we missed. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're just supposed to accept that they're now part of the show. Yeah. Fine. fine. I mean, it's fine, but... I don't know what I don't know the reason. And they're not living on the square yet, are no. they? They talked about oh, we should live here. Well, you might as well. Yeah. So we'll okay. see. We'll all right see. then. Um, that's it for EastEnders for me. That's so all I'm saying. On that's it. all you're saying. Yeah. What have you got to say about Emmerdale? Um, I'm. <laughs> Where to begin? Okay. Well, this business with Bernie. Bernice. <laughs> I'm still on these tenders. This business with Bernice. I thought you were very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bee meister. <laughs> Me and bee dog. Hey, Bernie. Of course I'm Bernie. Yeah. Sorry. No one. Bernice. Bernice. Going. I don't really understand why Liam is so stupid. He's uh, a doctor. Would you want up our podcast <laughs> for this one. Would you want him like <laughs> coming anywhere near you with any no, kind of medical intervention? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, and he's like Bertie Wooster or something. How he's come he's so posh? He's so <laughs> clueless. Bad. Nothing against posh people, but it is a Bertie Wooster kind of buffoon. Posh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really get that vibe. Um, also, wasn't he arrested last week? Yeah. Why has he still got a job? Like, yeah. I don't really understand. He's a GP and he, he tried to beat up a teenage boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was, yeah, he would have been suspended. Yeah, that was all kind of forgotten about. But, yeah. um, also, he has one defining character trait. What's Do you that? know what that is? Mm, tell me. He just likes murder mysteries. <laughs> that is the only thing we know. They always bring that up. Does anybody know anything apart from Dr. Liam, apart from the fact that he's a, he is a doctor, which <laughs> we've only is. got his word for. Yeah, I don't believe And that he that. likes murder mysteries. And he was duped by Mayer, wasn't he? He was married to Evil yes. Mayer. So he likes murder mysteries, so he likes a puzzle. Yeah. We, we can assume that he can kind of solve a whodunit. Why yeah. can't he work out that Bernice, <laughs> Bernie, as I like to B, just call him a B. Isn't, isn't coming back. Yeah, Bernice clearly isn't coming back. <laughs> yeah. She? No. Even she, I, like, whether this is just the subtext Sam Giles gave it, because she knows she's, like, left the show. Yeah. She's, you know, handed been handed the P45 for her next job. And yeah. Her decision to go, we understand. She was, like, acting it like, 
yeah, I'll be back in a few weeks. I won't be. <laughs> no way. She no, she's not coming back. I, I also really quite like... That. Unless you Skype, like everyone in soaps does these days. Yes, a little Skype call. Skype from Australia. You're with like, Fiona and Emily Bishop. Oh, isn't Fiona in Australia? Oh, she's living with Burn. She's living with Burn. <laughs> Bernie and Fiona. I, yeah. I like... I wasn't mad on that Bernie storyline, to be honest. I thought no. it was a bit fudged. But I am quite enjoying the fact that Graham... Yes. ...elsewhere in the village... Yes. ...seems to be acting in a completely different show to everybody else. What show is Graham in, do we think? I think he thinks that he... W- I think he wakes up each morning... And sees Liam Neeson's face staring back oh, at him. He totally does. He thinks he's in Taken or something, he, doesn't very he? Very much so. That's my child. And I'm coming for you. I'd like a cup of tea. <laughs> Could I have brown toast with my breakfast? But everyone else is all kind of like business blah, business blah. Like Kim on the phone. Every scene oh, he's yeah? got Kim on the phone going, do you want me to come down there and sort this out? phone goes down. If I have to phone one more time, (laughs) if I have to start a scene at the end of a phone call one more time. (laughs) What is she going to do if she has to do it one more time? I think she'll go down and phone them face to face. Yeah, right in front of them. Yeah, that's her big threat. (laughs) Yes, but Meanwhile Grave comes in like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. I love it. I do feel... I know what you're doing. I know what you did last summer. (laughs) Surely this is kind of all being queued up for like a who killed Graham type story. I feel like the pieces are being moved around this week. We oh. know Graham's leaving. Um, and all this. <laughs> so you want Graham to make as many enemies as possible yes. between now and his exit, yes. at which point he's going to get bumped off. I reckon he must do because he's he's quite a big character, isn't he? There's a lot of, yeah. um, a lot of beef with a lot you of You shot me. <laughs> surely, surely it's got to be it. Surely, maybe it's Liam Neeson who shoots him <laughs> yeah. for um, stealing his act. Yeah, <laughs> copyright. <Yes. laughs> the producers have taken. Yeah, they're going to come in and bump Graham off. Yeah, yeah. he'd fight them all though because he's got his <laughs> he he's got would. his combat skills. He's got skills, man. Yeah, yeah. SAS. So I'm enjoying the Graham stuff more than I am the Bernie stuff. There's not, there's no more Bernice now, so don't worry about no. that. We've got. I think Graham is going to be in sharp focus for the next couple of weeks. I'd like to know how Graham reads a bedtime a bedtime story to a child, oh, like going on a bear hunt. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to catch a big one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Martin said to Ruby anyway yeah, yes um, that's it for me then from Emmerdale that's it for Emmerdale I just want to bring in Holly Oaks as our final yes. um, soap roundup of the week uh, Mercedes woke up from a coma and was just Probably nastier than she's ever been. She woke up like loved. she woke up like in a scene in Nightmare on Elm Street when they've been dreaming about Freddie. Oh yeah, it was and then that. they suddenly kind of like go <gasps> lurch towards the. Ca- yeah. I'm surprised she wasn't like clutching a crucifix or something, you know. Cause... Well, give it time. <laughs> I, don't, I think the crucifix would melt if Mercedes <laughs> touched one. What was great though is that she basically woke up and ev- and she said, "I know who shot me. It was my husband. It was him. It was him." And then she just like said to Grace like an episode later, she's like. Actually, I made it all up because yeah. I was in a coma. I, I heard you all plotting against me. So, ha ha. <laughs> Only Mercedes McQueen could use being in a coma um, as a way to plot even more. So, how much misery. time between? So, in the coma, she was 
conscious and well, it turns out she conscious. was listening to all the dialogue she yeah just, so she was just kind of like faking it probably yeah she, all right, she opened her eye up yeah. as, soon as, as soon as somebody was out of the room <laughs> yeah there was a one room. eye opened <laughs> she'd done that wink to camera yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yes loving that anyway yes. uh, that's this week what about a sneak preview of next week made some notes oh do you want to know what's happening next week? I'd love to know what's happening next week. You, would you love to know about Michelle and Robert's wedding in Coronation Street? No. Okay. Um, well, Vicky might be dead. That's quite exciting. Okay. So watch uh, watch out for that. Michelle keeps on ending each scene she's in by drinking wine in a huff. Have you noticed? <laughs> Maybe the wine's not very nice. Yeah, she, and then she wiped her mouth when he kissed her. That was a bit harsh, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a bit harsh. Anyway, yeah. So, okay. That happens. Uh, it's all about that next week, really. Right. And Corey, in EastEnders, Louise is going to have a baby. Baby. Can have baby. And that's going to be um, named after Pat Butcher, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pauline Fowler. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, no. It's going to be named after Peggy. Sorry. Peggy, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Honey's finally going to get rid of Adam. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that means she's through to Blackpool. <laughs> um, then in Emmerdale, we've got more Graham fun. Uh, oh, good. Andrea DNA <laughs> nonsense carries on. More baby dramas. Victoria thinks she's having the baby and only her. Um, the rapist's mum, Wendy, is there to help. You're her. a liar. <laughs> My son is dead. <laughs> Why are you still breathing? You're a liar. Sorry, love. You've got the script from two weeks ago. Oh, well, <laughs> doesn't just, matter. Doesn't matter. You're just still a liar. Push. You're a liar. It's done. It's done. It's fine. Your waters have broken. You're a liar. <laughs> That's all she can say. <laughs> um, it's a girl. It's a boy. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Uh, in Hollyoaks, we've got, uh, just to lighten things up, uh, Marnie's going to reopen the tea house, previously run by racists, and call it the Salon du Thé, and it's going to be the most pretentious patisserie in soap. <laughs> and Lizette Anthony's going to bring it. That's all I'm saying. The now. only pretentious patisserie in soap. Well, that's true. It's a soap first, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, all that's look forward to next week. Good. Uh, any other business, David, that may conclude this week? Not at this time. Not at this I think time. you've covered everything. Okay. Love well done. Bur- love to Bernie. Lo- love to Bernie. <laughs> under. Yeah. Big love to be. I hope she made it safe. <laughs> Maybe you Skype her later after yeah, this. Yeah, I will do. As Graham. As Yeah, in Graham voice. Yeah. Let's leave a voicemail as Graham voice. Yeah. Well done for escaping. <laughs> so, um, thank you for joining us. Thank yeah, you. You can find Soapbox every week uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Uh don't forget to like, share and subscribe and go to radiotimes.com forward slash soap newsletter for lots of exclusive soap loveliness. Uh, thank you for joining us and join us next time. <laughs>